Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Hey, She Slayers, welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunswick, and I'm excited to be here with you right now. Um, instead of downstairs where Kirby is, trying to uh, edit and work while Ty, my five-year-old, is in her second damn quarantine because of exposure at the school um, and is like dancing to run run Rudolph um, in her underwear on on the kitchen counter so this is way more peaceful being here with you I um, I hope that we're, what you're doing right now is peaceful um, but you know what if you are listening to this and your kid is running around your house half naked dancing because they're quarantining too there's that I'm glad we're here together <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, this quarantining stuff. It's it's interesting. We this is the second time that she's having to quarantine because she was like exposed to someone on the bus or something like that. And we decided because of this, so we're our family is planning on going to Punta Cana on January 12th. And I was like, this week I was like, Kirby, what happens if we get a phone call from the school on the eleventh that she's got a quarantine? technically like yeah we could lie to TSA but then like you know me guys I want to post it on Instagram and then like Kirby'd be all like oh you shouldn't be I'm like oh no so we're just gonna like preventatively keep them home um so I can go it's the most scared I've been of COVID this whole time is oh my god what if I don't get to go to Punta Cana because of the damn COVID yeah I am very aware that people have canceled way more serious things than their family trip so don't don't take me complaining as not being grateful okay so let's do a listener highlight a shout out um this one is from tammy she is a non-cairo and is always so supportive of everything i do um sharing and commenting on social media and just sending me like the nicest messages this one is called Non-Cairo Love. As a non-Cairo, I still look forward to the She Slays podcast each week. I appreciate the candid and insightful thoughts along with strategies that can be applied to my life. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the education and the entertainment, Tammy. Thanks, Tammy. I, I say it every week, you guys, but like I really appreciate all those nice, nice things you say to me. It's also nice... I, I don't know if you know this, but I am not a words of affirmation person. I'm actually very awkward when it comes to um, communicating true sentiment. Like I tell my kids, I love them. I tell Kirby, I love them. I hug them. I kiss them. And I tell them, you know, like, you're amazing. But like when it comes down to the like, your friendship means something to me, like, or like, like, oh, I just start to get all like creepy crawly inside my body. And I just go, you know, that's how I feel. We're good. We're good. Um, but when it's in writing, that's that's it makes me not feel awkward because I don't have to like demonstrate emotion in front of you. There is a screen between us and I like it. It is safer that way for us emotionally cold hearted people. I'm not I'm not cold-hearted I just don't want to express my heart in front of anyways you get it you guys can relate a little bit right no just me cool 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 
Okay, so before we jump in, today we're answering a question. Um, before we jump into that, I'm just gonna do a little uh, promo here of, don't know if you know this, but I am selling a reels course for chiropractors right now. Um, it is a mini course, meaning that it is something that you should be able to consume in like one or two sittings. Um, you know, we're trying to keep it like to two hours or less. I originally said an hour and a half, but like Kirby keeps, I keep adding. I just go like, well, we have to also include this. And so, well, okay, two hours or less. That's the goal, right? Um, and we're doing that because we want to get straight to the message. This is what you need to know to implement in your life. Uh, who is this course for? Great question, glad you asked. Um, I would say any brick and mortar small business who is not looking to become an influencer or like spend two hours um, on making a reel, but wants to be able to connect with people in your community using reels. You should be using reels. If you have a small business or a business, you should be using reels um, because Instagram is really heavily pushing them. And there's all sorts of different ways that you can use them outside of Instagram also that I talk about in the course. Um, but you know, their Instagram is pushing them and they're short. People stick around for the message because they know you're not allowed. You can't linger on for five minutes. So it forces you to get to your point. I teach you how to like get to your point and how to simply make an entertaining video. Um, because that's a gray area of entertainment for like some people. It's easy. They're just jokesters. They have no problem dancing. They get it and they know how to be uh, in your face entertaining. But most of us, I will say, are kind of like, okay, I'm a chiropractor, um, not a comedian. I adjust people, I don't do voices and like weird things like that, or not weird, funny stuff like that. And so there's this whole other realm of like how to be entertaining without showing up as a comedian or teenager dancing. Um, and that's a lot of what we talk about and how to get your real seen by local people. So it is only $39. And because you're listening right now, um, you can use a promo code she slays and save $5 on it. So it's only $34. So I don't want to guilt you into buying it by any means. If you don't even have an Instagram account, don't worry, don't buy it. Um, but if you have made a couple reels um, and want to really make sure that you're using them to the max to convert like followers into patients and to get, reach new leads in your town, or if you haven't even filmed your first reel yet and you're like, I know, I know, but I don't have time to do one more thing, um, I would love your support. Like that's just kind of basically what it is, is I said in the, this in the previous podcast, I don't get paid to do this. I intentionally don't do a lot of ads at all because I don't I don't want that. I don't want you guys to have to like fast forward through five minutes of ads and like wondering like whether I believe in them or not. I believe in this course. I made it for you. I made it for chiropractors. I really would love your support. So um, the link to find more information on it and like what the 10 units that we talk about It'll be in the show notes. And then it's also over on Instagram. It is my link in bio. If you're listening to this episode after January 3rd, wah, wah, sorry, it's not available anymore. Um, I'm sure it will come out again um, when in spring. I don't know. I'll find a wait list or something. But so maybe future person, maybe there's a wait list. I don't know. Maybe you're listening at the perfect time where you're like, wait, it is on sale again. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So we're going to read the question and then we're going to pray and then we're going to get down to brass tacks. I think that's a phrase. Okay, so this question I could have edited, but I don't know why I would have because... It's really funny um, because she goes on for like four paragraphs <laughs> uh, and it's just entertaining to listen to. So, OK, so this is from the spine lady and it says, first, I want to say how much of a mood you are sometimes. I don't know what that means. Like, is that a compliment? 
Oh, yep, it is. She goes, if I'm having a bad day, have a spark for some learning or anything at all, I know I can turn on cheese slays and my day will be made. Thank you for always being so authentically you. I'll write that as a separate review, actually. Maybe she, I think she did somewhere. Anyways, okay. So anyway, I just got home from visiting my mom in Central California and the road trip time gave me some time to catch up on some episodes. I didn't realize you were from a small town practicing from a small town. I need some guidance. I am currently in my senior year of Cairo school and, of course, already making plans for post-grad. I will be doing a couple different preceptors in my last couple quarters to get more of a gist of what it is I want to, don't want to practice, followed up by a short associateship, approximately 12 to 18 months in the Bay, before uprooting back to where my family lives in Central California. So she's just to catch you guys up. She's asking this question two years in advance. <laughs> oh, where are we in the question? Okay. While I was visiting my mom, though, and trying hard not to go down all the high school memory lanes that comes with the territories of moving back to a small town, I couldn't help but notice the type of people in the town and surrounding towns. There isn't a lot of health, wellness, or vitality resources for people to learn about and be their healthiest self. These communities are, for the most part, fairly poor, and it seems their biggest priority is to keep food on the table even if it isn't the healthiest, and just survive. Of course, not everyone is like that. There are communities amongst the collection of small towns, primarily farming and construction families, that have a bit more money and can afford such luxuries as organic food and natural forms of healthcare. My biggest question, and this is where I could have just cut right to this, but why, why, why when we have all this background information on Ashley, wouldn't we listen? As someone who can relate, what has been the biggest challenge in starting a practice in a not so affluent area while trying to preach the philosophy behind chiropractic? There are maybe 10-ish chiros serving the area of 150,000 people. So much opportunity. I totally agree. I worry though, because they are all pain-based not a bad thing, just not my model. And I won't be that. It will make my job harder from the get-go. Don't get me wrong. She keeps going, guys. Don't worry. Don't get me wrong. I anticipate a lot of hard work at the beginning, but with a community like this, where do I even start? Where did you start? I'm hoping that my old connections from high school... I'm just laughing. She's still going. She's almost done. I'm hoping my old connections from high school, middle school, churches, etc. will be enough to moderately kickstart the practice and health education. Anything else I should be keeping in mind? Any and all help is appreciated. And if you have resources of other docs that are on the same boat, please send names my way. I'd love input. Thank you yours in health the spine lady all right well that's all the time we have for today uh, no I'm just giving her a hard time because I know her um she's an amazing go-getter uh probably an Enneagram three not that you can't be a go-getter and not an Enneagram three just saying so let's pray um and then let's get down to talking about really the root of the question is how do you communicate value when people have to decide between you and paying their rent and for food. And it's a absolute thing that I have dealt with for 10 years. So we're going to get into it. I feel like I have a lot to contribute to this. Dear God, again, as we get closer to the Christmas season, uh, thank you for these moments of peace and joy. Um, be with everyone listening that, um, you know, they get something out of this. I continue to say that I just want to be the conduit for people um, to share what I've learned. Thank you for all the experiences that you have had me go through. So I can do this for those um, listening. Please keep all of our hearts open um, as we talk about really hard topics in other people's lives, such as having to prioritize food and like keeping lights on, keeping their children warm and shoes for their kids. Like, please, you know me, I, I, I can, the emotional side, like keep the empathy there. Keep our hearts like knowing and valuing their, each person's choice and have us showing up as our best self for them. Um, and doing what's right in the moment. So many of these, you know, when we talk about this broad topic, these are real individual stories and people that I've had the opportunity to help over time. And um, each one is so important. And each one that every chiropractor listening serves, their story deserves love and it's important. So help us 
be this in this sticky situation that a lot of chiropractors are of wanting to just do this for free being like being so in love with what we do that we would do this for free but we can't always and there is the reality that we need to charge for what we're doing so be with everyone listening that they get something out of this and uh, in your name we pray amen Okie dokie, artichokey. So for those who don't stalk me, I'll give a little bit of a background so you really understand where I, how this answer like comes to fruition. So I've been in practice 10 years. Um, I started right away out of school. I went to Northwestern. Um, Northwestern Health Sciences in Minneapolis tends to be, just tends to be a little less philosophical based and a little more back pain insurance. Like we didn't talk about how to run a cash practice. So naturally when I went into practice, so I moved to small town, Wisconsin. Um, I like that she's calling like 150,000 people like the small town. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Um, So moved to Rice Lake, which is a town of 8,500 people and started up shop in the next town over, which is a town of 2,500 people. So in that town, it is, um, you know, that town itself has a good amount of wealth, but it's a town, it's, it's an industry town and like farming. And so I wouldn't say that town itself specifically is poor, but my entire county, so where I live and where I work, the entire county, Um, is 44,000-ish people, 48,000-ish people, less than 50,000. And the median income is around 42,000-ish, last time I checked. Like, it's in the lower 40s. That's for a family. So that's joint. That's not for an individual. So, yes, to live in a smaller town is cheaper, but that is still... um, that's a lot of people that is on state Medicaid. Um, it's a big, it's a big insurance in this area. So when I started, um, like I said, I never even thought about being a cash practice. To be honest, like I just didn't have a lot of those mentors in my life showing me that it can be done. So I just naturally enrolled in every single insurance company I could find. Um, so. Medicaid in my state in Wisconsin is the bomb as far as coverage. Um, Back then, you basically had unlimited coverage. Now they give you like you can only submit for 20 visits and then you have to take a 30 day break and then you can do another 20. So like we didn't have to think about it much. I had to be okay with accepting. I think it was like twenty five dollars, which heck yeah. When you're going to a patient and being like you have a dollar copay, everything's going to be covered you know, people said yes. Um, But there was a lot of not Medicaid, but I would say I was probably starting up 80% insurance. And of that insurance, gosh, 40 to 50% Medicaid. Okay. So now the other 50%, let's say of the insurance companies that I was in network with, I had to do a lot of checking of benefits. And back in 2010, benefits used to be better. Um, they weren't great though. You know, you'd have some where it's like, okay, you got six visits and then you had to have that conversation with the patient. And, um, and so I got really good at knowing the insurance of who had what I knew the ins and outs of like this, because I needed to know what they were going to cover. So after probably like four years, five years, insurance was getting kind of like, I, I understood it, um, and I hated it. Like I had had some really icky situations. Like one, I was, um, I had told a mom that, you know, her insurance, it was health partners. Uh, she wanted to bring her daughter in for ear infections. And I told her like health partners won't, does not want me to submit to them for a non-musculoskeletal condition. So I was trying to have these conversations. I was trying to educate. At one point, like I ended up having to be on a three-way where health partners was like attacking me in front of the patient on the other line because I lied to the patient and they would, they did want me to submit. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on? 
So I got out of network. I do an entire episode on how I got out of network. Um, but so now this has me, we're 97% cash. We do still do Medicare. So it kind of depends, maybe even 98%. You know, it's, we have maybe three Medicare patients at any given time that are submitting. And even then we kick them off when they're not in active care and have to have that conversation with them. So I believe that you don't have to start in, in network. That was nice for me because I transitioned out of network um, with everybody at like 300 people a week. So I had like I didn't have those days where I had zero people on the schedule and was dealing with rejection. But you don't have to do that. I would say if you know you want to be all cash, the recommendation is to start all cash. And I know you're not asking that question, but like for anybody else who's going like, well, should I start in network? I don't. It, it's painful. It's a whole process to go out of network. I did easy hard. I just recommend doing hard easy. Okay. So you're gonna need to when it comes to setting up in a town where money is an issue, and you are doing cash, um, you're gonna need to show you're different. Now, there's lots of different areas that you're gonna, you know, website should be like everything that I'm talking about here, you want to straddle the line under bougie, you do not want to be bougie. Now, if you're like, in some like very posh area of an urban town, then you almost want like and you want to be cash, then like you might have that option of like, I am the Lululemon um, Escalade mom chiropractor. I wish I could be that. Um, I don't get to be that. So and you don't either, Ashley. So what we need to do is we need to make sure we're not bougie, but aspirational. So the brand Disney does a really great job with this. Disney's not cheap. Um, and they are they're they are aspirational, but yet millions and millions of families save for years sometimes and aspire to go to Disney and take their kids to Disney. So you want you want to have aesthetics that are family friendly, but not like breakable type of thing. You you want to be appealing, aesthetically like different, but not so like oh, I don't want my kid to ruin your white velvet couch type of thing. Um, so you're going to show you're different on website, social media, and your space. You're going to need to explain yourself in your decisions. And I am sure there are some people listening that are like, you do not need to explain yourself to anyone. It is your business and you can do whatever the F you want to do. Yeah. Absolutely. That is true. Um, but just so you know, if you don't take control of the conversation and explain why you're not in network, people are going to fill in the answers for you. And they're not going to give you necessarily the benefit of the doubt. Like, it's not going to be like, you know what, I bet you she really thought hard about it. And I bet you it's actually better for us to be go to an out of network chiropractor. No, they're going to go like, that's selfish of her like to not to make that decision doesn't she know how that affects me um so there's a couple different ways that you can do this we have a tab right on our website you can go you can steal I'm giving everyone permission to verbatim if you like what we have copy and paste on your website I do not care one bit um or you can edit or change but like we just have right there. Why are we out of network? And we answer those questions for people. Um, a lot of people think that if you're out of network, that means that you will be more expensive. That is the number one misconception that I have had to educate people on. And that's what I mean by explain yourself. We explain why we're out of network, how they can still get care and how our financial options are can be cheaper for a lot of people. Um, so we have that. As you're getting started, I would like make sure that you're doing a lot of education on, um, you know, these little pieces 
outside of your website again of like your financial options like that you're there and like all of that stuff you're gonna want to not let them control the conversation you want to control the message of your brand of why you have made this decision to not be in network with insurance um so then another thing that we do um is our initial phone call it handles a lot of this too. So our initial price, we have set just high enough that it's a hurdle um, that they have to decide before they even show up on day one, whether, whether they're committed to this. So our price is $85. Like, and it's worked for us at that price for multiple years. We ran a promo in when we moved into our new building. Um, our address at our new building is 1207. So we did like this big new patient promo uh, and we dropped the price to $12.07, like our address. And we had a ton of new patients, but it did create because we do care plans and we're not like quick fix back pain doctors. Um, it created a lot of awkward ROFs because this is kind of what happened when we had one foot in insurance and one foot out of insurance is like this patient comes and they want their kid to be able to get care there and you're an amazing clinic and you educate them better than all the doctors other chiropractors in town and then you're like and even with our cash discount it's going to be fifteen hundred dollars here are your options like you're right there is this heartbreak in their eyes that they're just kind of like, I, I can't afford that. Um, and we'll kind of talk at the end of dealing with rejection and that because it is something. So what we do is we're just very upfront. We do not take any new patient because that day two is miserable for them and me. So we're just right up front of like, we're not in network with insurance. We will call, but we have payment plans that you can pay and you can send in for insurance if you'd like um, and our day one is $85 we will collect that on day one for somebody who's not willing to pay $85 they tend to go like okay I'm gonna go somewhere that takes my insurance and it's like okay that's fine um, but a lot of times we really do try and educate and like control that message that like it's not always cheaper going in network in Medicaid, in our state, it is. Um, but that's where the phone call, a lot of patients, they we have patients that have Medicaid and they could go somewhere and pay $1 for their adjustments. Um, but the ones who are like, no, 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 I'm coming to you. Yes, I know I'm gonna have to pay out of pocket. I will pay the $85, they're more invested. So you're gonna need to set yourself apart, you know, which I think will be very, very easy. You know, I think you think, this is going to work against you, that there are 10 other chiropractors who are very pain-based. Um, oh, believe me, there are people that want something different. Um, the money will be the issue, but like the want will not. Educate, educate, educate. Do a day one where, you know, so for our day one, right off the bat, I will, you know, our paperwork is set up to talk about their stress levels, their digestion, our exam. We do an insight scan where we're educating them about what the scan is looking for. When I sit down with them, I am asking, yeah, I talk about their pain, um, but pretty much all day ones I have, like, unless somebody's coming in being like, I know you're different, I'm looking for different. But most new patients, even though we educate on our social media and our website and like people know we're the weird chiropractor in town I end up having to on day one have a conversation where I go and I don't even know who I got this from I, I don't think I made this up myself I totally stole this from someone so if you're listening and I stole this from you I'm sorry um, but what I do is I go like okay so what's your experience with chiropractic you know a lot of them have been to other chiropractors in town but here's the deal they're coming to you. They're not still at that chiropractor. So they're seeking something different, whether they realize it or not. And I will say like, okay, so there's two types of chiropractors. There's a very pain focused chiropractor 
There's nothing wrong with that. We have a lot of pain-focused chiropractors in town and great options. But the analogy I'll say is if in a pain-focused approach, let's say you have a leak in your roof. Every time it rains, you have a puddle on the floor. This is the type of chiropractor where every time you wake up and you did something funny, you call them, you go in, crack, crack, mop up the puddle, call me the next time it rains. Nothing wrong with that. I'm very like, okay, no judgment. Then I say, then there's what we'd call a holistic style chiropractor. And this is the type that is still cares about your pain because the patient needs to know when you're saying you're not a pain focused chiropractor, they need to know that you still care about their pain. So I say like, we are a holistic style chiropractor, which means we're going to come we're going to mop up the puddle, but then we're going to crawl on the roof and we're going to patch the leak because anybody who owns a home or a car knows that the longer you avoid the root of a problem, the worse it gets. And at this point, 99.9% of people are nodding their head. They get it. They know that you can only do, and like in this analogy, I have said like, that's patchwork. That's a Band-Aid. Pain-focused approach is a Band-Aid. We're this. So most people want the holistic when you explain it that way. Um, so, you know, the communication there, they understand. They understand like, yep, I want to get to the root of it. So then on day two, we do a pretty hefty explanation. You know, the whole time we're going, we know we're different. Yes, we're nerdy. We're geeky. We talk about things like anxiety and stress. And that might that isn't for everyone. And that is OK. Most people, though, um, if they've gotten through the day one and you've kind of did the like, listen, I had a new patient today who her number one goal for care. Oh, my gosh was to not need chiropractic. And so I sit down and I tell the girls at the front desk, like, okay, I might have to boot this one. We'll see. Like we'd boot with love, but like, I don't want to waste her time. My goal. And I, I literally said like, all right, I have some questions. Um, when you say that your number one goal is to not need chiropractic, what do you mean by that? And she's like, well, I've been going to the chiropractor once a month for years and I just feel like I always need to keep going. And so I had to have this conversation of like, okay, so here's the deal. We, when you understand that chiropractors are doctors of the nervous system and not doc, back pain doctors, when I look at that goal, to me, that's kind of like saying, I want to never have to brush my teeth again. I, our clinic thinks about chiropractic as a nervous system and that you 100% of the time are always better when your brain and body are talking. There will never be, never be a day in this clinic that I will say, okay, going forward, it's okay for your brain and body to not be communicating and you don't need to be checked again. And I was fully willing in that moment to break up with each other. But I was honest and I said, my goal will never be for you to not need chiropractic because you're living your life. But fortunately, because we had been talking about the scans, she had gotten scanned first. We had her watch this video. Um, it's just like three or four minute video of this guy. He's got like a New Zealand accent. I think I got it from Lona Cook. Don't I? I have no idea. Kirby will find the note and put it somewhere um, for you guys if you're wondering. I don't even know if it's still for sale. But yeah, so like that's what they watch while I am looking at their paperwork. They know. They know from our Facebook. I'm assuming these other pain-based chiropractors are not huge social media people. They know because we're the only chiropractor who shows up doing Facebook Lives. We're the only chiropractor who does external like marketing. And by that, I mean not just showing up at health expos. I'm sure other chiropractors in your town are doing that. We love on the community so much. And that is just different in a smaller town. Um, you know, we do things that are not straight getting new patients. Right now we're doing a free Christmas tree walk for the community where we reached out to other businesses and said, hey, for $125, we will give you a tree, a tree stand and electricity. There's going to be a weekend, like come decorate your tree and then all the community can come and vote on the trees. And then all the extra money is going to go to a nonprofit. So like, other businesses aren't doing that. So that's another way that like you just set yourself apart. And I know you're going to people are going to go, OK, this chiropractor is different. It's different in your actions in the community. It's different in the things you're saying. It's different in the experience like you're educating and they'll they'll know. 
when it comes to connecting with people, I will say that universally towns have teachers and teachers have uh, insurance. Like, I, I don't know this 100%, but like, it's very rare that a teacher isn't in the upper income of no matter how small the median income is, a teacher is usually making a <laughs> All the teachers listening, believe me, I know you are not making good money. But when we're talking about a household of two adults, two kids making 44000 total, like they tend to have some more expendable income that if they see the value, they will pay for. Um, same thing with like nurses. Um, side note, as far as like connecting, what we are seeing in our area is businesses and schools have to provide insurance for their people um so like industries in town in your town they're providing insurance but insurance is getting so expensive for a small large business you know like a school district that doesn't have a ton of money a lot of times is shopping around for more creative ways to provide health care for their patients so you being a weird chiropractor, like gold star weird chiropractor in a town, quote unquote, this small, and there's 10 other chiropractors, there's a good chance that you could just call up the school districts and say, hey, um, I looked into your guys's insurance. You don't have super awesome chiropractic coverage. I would love to provide a uh, discount specifically for your teachers that is cheaper than their current insurance would like you know like are you willing to work with me like you know so you can do all this creative stuff where when you're in a town of millions of people and there is income the school won't even like they'll be like no stop trying to sell to our chiropractor or st stop trying to sell to our people you know you can do the same thing with industry um notice what i said there though is even if you're not in network you need to deeply understand the insurance in that area so um, you're going to need to do some investigation of like, OK, I'm not in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, but what kind of people around here, what businesses have Blue Cross Blue Shield? So we have a 3M factory in our small town. They have Blue Cross Blue Shield. So my first chance I got to on a patient, even if they were willing to play cash, is like, hey, let me call and check your benefits just to make sure. And then they can find out in network and out of network benefits. And a lot of times it tends to be the same. So like if I find out that Blue Cross Blue Shield, and this is just an example, has at 3M has a $35 copay, it doesn't matter if I'm in network or not. No, it does not. Because if I was in network, they're guaranteed to pay $35 and nothing over that's going towards their deductible. So like when I sit down on day two and I can go, okay, great. I called on your insurance or, you know, I am familiar with your insurance because we see a lot of people there. Um, and this is how much it would cost to go to in-network. This is how much it would cost, even if you're a little bit more and they understand like, oh, so I can just be here. And the only thing that's not happening is this $3 isn't going towards my deductible every time I come. Big whoop-de-doo type of thing. And we don't have to deal with the insurance headache of rejection and things like that. Um, so know what your teachers, what does, what is the school district doing for insurance right now? If they do have chiropractic. So this year or a couple years ago, our school district, um, kind of got creative with their insurance and they were going through this company that I used to be in network with. And I called and I said, like, OK, you know, I'm trying to figure out what the teacher's coverage is. Well, it was a thing where it was like, OK, they were given 18 visits at this price. And then like after that, all this stuff. And I was like, OK, so then I can sit down with the teacher and go, this is what it would be if we were going through your insurance. This is what it would be going through me. And a lot of times I'm I'm in the running they can see you don't have to beat the prices. They just need to understand that it's not free to go to an in-network chiropractor and it's not a million dollars to go to an out-of-network chiropractor. That's the educational piece. Um, I think that comes from, 
hospitals. You would never go to an out-of-network hospital because the it's outrageous, right? And so people don't tend to naturally think that it could even possibly be cheaper going, like not using their insurance. Um, so yeah, find out, do the deep investigation of what kind, what are people's in-network benefits so you can have that conversation with them um, and really control the message. Table talk, the ROFs, day ones, the initial phone call, your website, everything comes down to you need to be controlling the message. Make sure, and this goes back to what I was saying, make sure they know that insurance doesn't cover everything. Insurance can be more expensive. You did this because it's not, they, people will know upfront what they're going to be and there's no surprise bills down the road. That happens to people. I have pe stories from people who are like, yeah, I went, they took my insurance, I saw them 10 times, and then two months later, I got a $600 bill. And it's like, ooh, yeah, you know, that's not ideal. Nobody wants that. They can understand that. Um, make sure, you know, with your pricing, make sure that you are have really affordable options. I think that chiropractors too often think that, like, they need to raise their prices. Um, you know, obviously, this is going to depend on what your, like, standard is for your town. Like, if you're in New York City, it's going to be different. But... Like, I'll just tell you, our new patient prices are, they're $42 in adjustment, $37 if they pay up front. And then from there, once they've gone through their active care plan, our weekly wellness price is a program that we do. We have weekly wellness where you pay a certain amount every month and you get an adjustment every week for that. And don't worry, Wisconsin people, I'm, we're doing it legal. You don't lose the adjustment if you don't use it. Um, but, you know... You don't need to have a program or anything fancy like that. You can just say if you come weekly, it's cheaper. So our price for a weekly person is $31.50. And if more people are coming, I know of other mentors that are doing cash model and their prices are even cheaper than that. Like a very well-known pediatric chiropractor is open about the fact that like sometimes his adjustments are $25. Like, because they need it. And, you know, he has gotten harped on before that, like, oh, his OVA should be higher. And it's like, why? I am serving people. I can afford to give it to them at this price. And like, so don't think you need to come in with super high prices. Like, figure out what you need to charge, um, you know, like, and charge that. You can do a lot with discounting, um, especially once your patients, like, get it we've had patients that have lost their job and they try and break up with me and they say like i i'll come back as soon as i get hired again i said no you just stay we'll we'll just not charge you like and they're like what and i'm like yeah i'm i'm just gonna see you for free until you get a job again and then we'll talk about it but like no 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 I'm not going to like this relationship is more than just whether you can afford me. Like I'm going to show up for you during the other times. Um, we started a nonprofit. Um, I, that's a whole separate episode um, that we need to do. But like we started a nonprofit where for our kids, like who have ADHD and are on Medicaid and need like a three month care plan or a four month care plan, a $2,000 care plan. We just cover it. We just say like, yep. This nonprofit is um, covering that. And uh, so there's there's that option. Ultimately, whether you are being super, you know, you're educating, you're showing you're different, you are loving up on your community. The last thing I will say is that you're going to need to get really comfortable with rejection. It is a lot less common for someone to reject you when their care is 100% covered and you're saying like, yeah, you should come once a month. Like, sure, I'll do that. And so where it starts to get, you know, hairy is when people have to pay for it. And you think once a month is bogus care and you're like, no, 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 no. Twice a month minimum, once a week more likely because you're stressed. Um, 
you're not going to be for everyone at all times. There will be less people who will reject you because you're different. Like, like I said, my experience, you showing up caring and explaining and educating. There's very few people who are going to be like, no, I don't want someone to care about my stress and my IBS and whether I'm sleeping. I just want a back pain doctor. There are a couple of those, but very, very rare. Most of the time, it comes down to money. Um, and money is money. And a lot of times, if somebody is saying no because of money, it isn't necessarily that you didn't educate them on the value because that's important. You know, you're showing them all the ways of like, I know it seems like $40 is a lot, but you know, if your kids are healthier, you're looking at taking less days off work. So like you're educating them this whole time as far as like the value, but sometimes it comes down to like, I want this so bad. I know my kids are healthier when we were coming, you know, two to four times a month, but I can't afford it. Like, I can't afford it. And you, there are just sometimes you have to be like, I understand. And we're here for you when you're ready again, you know? Um, and it's not you. There are people who don't even say that. Like for me, it's easier when someone says like, I love you, but I can't, or I love chiropractic, but we can't afford this right now. I'll come back when we can. I can handle that kind of rejection. It's, most people don't like to say that that's the reason. Most people um, reject you in a much subtler way of like they just stop coming um, or they switch to another chiropractor that is in network and you kind of assume like I'm assuming it's because they're in network and it's cheaper. I'm assuming that if they could come to us, I know we're better than that other chiropractor. But like you're kind of just sitting in these like questioning of like what that family's been coming for years and they switched they stopped coming like um rejection's hard but most of the time if you had an explanation it would come down to like yeah we were spending two hundred dollars a month at the chiropractor and we needed to we set a goal of like paying off this bill and we needed to you know cut expenses we loved you but it wasn't personal type of thing and like that that will be the hardest part if you are an Enneagram 3 which I think you are is Enneagram 3s just need everyone to like them and the only way to get everyone to like you is to offer free care or be in network and not they don't have to pay anything um, and let them come as often as they want and everything else people are you know people are gonna there are gonna be people who don't like you um, but most will most will so um okay I think I covered everything you are yep you're connecting you're having affordable options you're setting up just enough hurdles where people, you know, do know that there's going to be an upfront investment so they don't come in thinking it's going to be free. Um, you have so much opportunity. Holy cow. The ratio of 10 chiropractors to 150,000. I am jelly. We got 10 chiropractors in 8,000. Um, but killing it. <laughs> So good luck two years from now. Let me know if you have a new question. No, I, I picked the question because I really believe um, that there is a ton of conversation around like, but what about when money's on the line? What do you do? So with COVID and Christmas, there are lots of families that are feeling that right now. Whoever is listening and, you know, like if you feel like you need to lower your prices for your wellness patients, you have my permission. Like, you don't always need to increase your prices. Um, you know, you can show you're different in addition. Like, oh, I have one last thing. Ah, sorry. One of the things that we did this year is we added in more passive therapies. So I got less straight chiropractic. But it's difficult when the option is come to the pediatric chiropractor or get it for free at a non-pediatric chiropractor. People initially or like, okay, I get that your adjustments are probably different, but like when you just watch us, like 
on repeat over and over, it's kind of like, okay, I like this place, but it's free over there. What we started doing is we started adding in like visibly different things to the care. Okay. So like we added in an arthrostim, we have the, we always had the insight scanner. So that's different that people can't say like, well, an adjustment's an adjustment. This one's free. That one's $40. Like they have to go like, well, you don't, you don't do like a scan of my child. Like what? Um, we added in wobble discs to like loosen up the spine. People really like that. They physically feel better because it like loosens them up before their adjustment. So like, again, it creates that stop point of like, you can go to another chiropractor, but you know, you can picture somebody being like, wait, so I just get adjusted. I don't like warm up my spine at all. We added in vibe plates and we added in the arthrostim all like increasing proprioception. Oh my gosh, kids freaking love vibe plates so much. Of course, like proprioception, huh, they love it. Um, so they're things that require very little time of me. They're passive therapy. So I can still be straight chiropractor, keep my adjusting time down. But there is so much more value that like, is it's not just perceived value. It is literally, they're going like, okay, I know this chiropractor. Like, even if they thought the adjustments were the same, they can't argue that like, well, I do all this other stuff that is also good for my nervous system at this other clinic. So, you know, that that is a hard part when it's like, you can educate, educate, educate. But if you're just doing adjustments, they'll be like, thank you for helping me to understand how important chiropractic is. I'm going to go to that guy where it's free three times a week for three months. Yeah, you think three months is what I should do? I've had some of those conversations too. So again, just setting yourself apart and different. All right. I love you all so much. Your support. I. All right. I'm not going to get all for me because whatever, you know, I get all weird with emotions, like I said, but like your support means the world to me. Keep writing in questions. I am so excited for 2021 um, and where the show's going to go. We're going to cross 100,000 downloads soon. Um, I've got speaking stuff coming up that hopefully happens. Um, I'm just excited to interact with you guys in more and more ways. So Merry Christmas. If it's past Christmas, well, I still wish you joy and love and peace in your life. All right. Till next week, guys. Bye, She Slayers. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCAD because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. <laughs>